0: you know the vibes welcome back to another episode of the hoop genius podcast presented by nba 2 k 23 we're back to talk more about the nba we're recording this whilst the game's going on currently watching the lakers and the cabs and uh, Anthony davis who's been on a great run of form has one point in eight minutes. Meanwhile, Jarrett Allen, the other team center, has 18 points in just 12 minutes. Um, We're going to see how the rest of that game shakes out. I might have to eat my words by the end of it, but that's pretty interesting. That's just pretty (laughs) interesting to me. Who knows? Might be a big second quarter and a second half for the Lakers. I might be completely wrong. Uh, But it was just interesting. I just wanted to share that with you, BJ, just before we start the show. Okay. All right. All right. It's always fun seeing LeBron go home to Cleveland as well. It's always, it's always fun to see that matchup.
1: Okay. If, 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 okay. All right. Let's get <laughs> it. What you got for me today? What you got for me today? What you got for um, and, me? Oh man, you know, well, we had
0: a bunch of players return from injury the other night. We had Kawhi Leonard return for the Clippers. Okay. He hit four of okay. their last five shots down the stretch, including the game winner, but it was against the Charlotte okay. Wallets. So you gotta account for that. We saw um James Harding play for the Sixers um it's weird because doc rivers said that james harden would be on a minutes restriction Minutes restricted but mm-hmm. he played 38 minutes uh and mm, harden did not that? have a good game he went four from 19 in a double overtime loss to the houston rockets he missed a couple clutch shots at the end of regulation and at the end of the first overtime and um you know the young guys from the rockets really pulled it out of the bag so credit to them Interesting, just, you know, watching that I don't know what it is Embiid is a very good passer But when Harden plays, for some reason It's like his passing ability is just Not quite the same But we're not going to go down that rabbit hole Of Tyrese Maximini Please,
1: please, please We also had a
0: We also had a quote from Jason Kidd Which was interesting to me He says, for 82 games There's no way that Luka can play at this level The usage is just way too high no one can, you know. The things we ask him to do on the offensive end, and then ask him to defend on the other end is just a lot. So we're also not going to go down that rabbit hole of PJ saying we uh, need to figure uh, out. Okay, well, hey, 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 hey,
1: is it? I, I, I'm really beginning to think they're just tuning into the podcast. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe.
0: Okay. Hey, baby, Things that make you go, hmm, okay. Yeah. Right, we're and not well, going to go well, that down was, there.
1: We're,
0: there was also an interesting quote from Paul Zingis. Did you hear what he had to say yesterday? What did he say? He said, Luca is a generational talent. You just have to put the perfect team around him to maximize that, you know. I just wasn't the right guy. Which was quite an interesting admission from Paul Zingas and some self-realization and honesty. Is, is
1: your phone tap, Mo? Is your Bro, phone tap? I, I, Mo, this is getting... Suspicious. Yeah,
0: a little, a little. <laughs> I need the I need yeah, the soundboard back. I need to. Don't you think that's suspicious? Just, yeah. So yeah. we're talking about um, Paul Zingas. He's doing all right right for the Wizards. He's it's doing all right for the Washington Wizards. And I saw something today that kind of intrigued me. The talk on the timeline today was about Karl Kuzma, and it was okay. about the kind of money that Karl Kuzma will get in free agency. So Karl oh, Kuzma, I, that,
1: that, that, that'll, that'll be. That, I think that'll be interesting. I'm, I'm going to just say without knowing anything, I want to say 20 to 25 is probably where
0: he's going he that is land. precisely what the figure where being thrown will. around today was. Yeah. He's currently on yeah. 13 million a year for this season. And mm-hmm. then next season, he has the player option, which he will likely opt out of. But that's what brings me to today's topics. Because okay. we talked about a trade for the Hawks yesterday that was very complicated. I'm sure him and John yep. Collins are probably in the news So okay. here's the news from Shams Terrania Who is definitely not the owner of an NBA meme page He says <laughs> Several teams <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you, know what, you know what I think about often BJ Is people who listen to this show for the first time Because we have like jokes That our long time listeners understand yes, But yes, if you listen yes, to this yes. episode So far for the first time
1: you, you,
0: you may not get it. You no idea what we're talking about. Yeah,
1: but hang in there with us. Hang in <laughs> you there gotta, with us. you got to go you'll, back you'll and
0: it. listen to some sort of you. But anyway, Shams Terrania says several teams, such as the Atlanta Hawks and Phoenix Suns, have expressed trade interest in Kuzma, according to league sources. By the same token, the Wizards have shown interest in Hawks forward John Collins. The side seriously discussed a potential deal last offseason league sources added overall this surely contains creates a possible destination for the wizards during the season of holding on to potential free agents to be exploring what's out there however the wizards front office led by general manager toby shepherd has made it clear that he views kuzma as a cornerstone moving forward as the franchise has seen him thrive since the mega trade in the 2021 season the westbrook trade provided a future flexibility and assets for the wizards who have been known to be aggressive and active in research across the league. What the hell does that mean? Aggressive and active in research. How can you research aggressively? Aggressive research. That that makes no sense.
1: You know, Tommy Shepard, you know, the GM down there in Washington. You know, he's done a really nice job. He's, he's, He's really done a nice job with his team as far as what he turned Westbrook into, I mean, that to me was that's working. You know, he takes Westbrook, he turns that to Caldwell Pope, he turns that into Kyle Kuzma, and now he feels really good about you know Montrez Harrell. I believe was in that initial deal, mm-hmm. and you get a player like that, Kyle Kuzma, who's now at the very least he's he's a starter, okay, and. And he's a young player that I think has value in the league. So, you know, Tommy Shepard and the Washington Wizards have done a really nice job. Now, the big big question will be, Tommy Shepard clearly has stated what he wants back in return if you're going to trade for Kyle Kuzma, because you're not going to trade for Kyle Kuzma unless you're going to re-sign him. So if you do want Kyle Kuzma, which to me was very well Played Well-played hand. He said, hey, I view him as a cornerstone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So on one hand, if he's viewed as a cornerstone, you would think he would be paid as a cornerstone. Is that correct? Yeah. Now, that's where the negotiations begin, because if you view him as a starter, the starters will be once the salary cap goes up. I'm going to just guess between 20 to 25 million. Mm -hmm. And then if you view him as a cornerstone, now you, you go from 20, 25 million to whatever the max is. Mm-hmm. And that's where the negotiation will begin and it will end for him. Now, you know, I don't. It depends on where you where where you have Kyle Kuzma. I, I'm going to assume you know, like most players, there will be some executives who like him more than others. But I think all of the of the executives, myself included, would view him as a starter player, a starter in this league. He's versatile. He can play the three. He can play the four in today's game. He's athletic, and, and you know what? He has a championship pedigree now with this time out there in the, you know in LA with the LA Lakers. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. However, I, I I really like where he's positioned, and I think you know just on the outside looking in, he he has a home there in Washington right now. Mm-hmm. But. Again, you know, I I don't know, you know, what their plans are, but he looks like he's found a place there, found a home, and you know, with him and Bradley Beal and Porzingis, that's a nice, it's a, it's a nice little, you know, they they've they acquired some really nice players, and I think the best basketball for Kyle Kuzma is ahead of him, and if he is a cornerstone, then you know what, the future is bright there in Washington because. Bradley Beal is a bona fide player. Okay. He's a bona fide player. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Kuzma has shown, you know, look, he had like a 40-some point game this year. So if you have a cornerstone and Bradley Beal and Porzingis, you know, Rui, Hachimura is there. Mm-hmm. You know, they have some nice players. So I'm, 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 I, I, I like where he's positioned. Well, the, the, um, Talking about Kyle Kuzma I, li- I like where he's at right The
0: there. dilemma for the Wizards You know As nice as Kuzma and Portugues And these guys are Is they're not good enough To compete in the Eastern Conference They might not even be a playoff team They're basically a play-in team In the Eastern Conference And you've got a player Sitting there on a Supermax it's not often you see players on supermaxes who are kind of just middle of the pack teams.
1: Well, what you're saying there, you're devaluing his negotiation, Mo. I'm just trying to allow, <laughs> Mo. Here we love to help people get the bag, okay, Mo? You know, don't devalue the guy. Let's just say, Mo. Let's just say, Mo. His best basketball, hint, hint, wink, wink, is ahead of him. <laughs> I said that, Mo. Don't don't say he'll never never be better than Jason Tatum don't say he'll better be better than Jalen Brown don't say that he'll never be better than it does make me laugh
0: when Laker fans used to compare Tatum and Kuzma that used to really make me laugh with all due respect to Carl Kuzma uh,
1: just just just,
0: you never know You, you you just never know you you do never know but how do you feel about that potential swap obviously the salaries don't quite match Kuzma and John Collins
1: I I I I'm telling you, when I look at Atlanta, I'm just going to say this. I don't, I don't want to keep harping on it. Yeah, because this is day three. Of I Atlanta. don't think I don't think the game plan for Atlanta is, excuse me, to have three players making over a hundred million dollars and they can't get out of the first round.
0: Yeah, we we spoke about this. <laughs> yeah. So so
1: okay, if you get Kyle Kuzma, okay, clearly you've committed to him. And you got to at the very least commit to him in the same salary slot of the guy that you just traded for, right? And he got a hundred million, right? Talking about college. Mm-hmm. You just paid uh, Hunter, what about 80 something million? Mm-hmm. Okay, you have clearly a max in in and Trey Young, and Murray is going to get the max. You're not trading for Murray, and now you want to start negotiating with him. Mm-hmm you're not going to allow him to go to unrestricted free agency. Okay. So I just don't see that happening unless it's a blockbuster trade, meaning Clint Capella has got to go. Deandre Hunter means he would probably have to go and possibly Trey Young. I think Murray is, 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 I think he is there because you traded for him So now if you do get Kyle Kuzma, that to me would trigger, okay, there's going to be multiple players moving. And I'm not ready to say that yet, but again, I don't know. I'm not inside, you know, the Atlanta Hawks, but I'm not ready to do that. But it just that the money doesn't seem to match up to me or the economics of the business doesn't seem to match up to me or where this team is currently at, Uh, but maybe if they, and, and, and I will say this, that's a huge risk if they trade for Kyle Kuzma, to let him go to free agency. That's a huge risk. But I hear we'll
0: that. I hear that. I hear that. There was another announcement from the NBA today. They have got more. <laughs> I want to get your take on this. More trophies to give out. They oh, have okay. created a whole bunch of new trophies. Uh, let me get the full list up here because this was this was kind of interesting to see. They have the uh, Maurice Podoloff trophy which will be given to the team with the best regular season record. They have, um, they specify that these were non-Kia Award trophies. They have the Jack Twyman Trophy, with which f- features a picture of him with his arm around Maurice Stokes. And it's the new NBA Teammate of the Year Trophy. They have uh, the Joe Dumas Trophy or the NBA Sportsmanship Award. They have the Red Auerbach Trophy, which will be given to the coach? Of the year. It's just new silverware. I don't, I don't know, but I well, don't know well, why you need all of throw this more. The best regular season. Record. We need
1: now. We need to have an award. Okay, we're going to go and get a champagne brand that we're going to partner with just mm-hmm. to announce all of these <laughs> awards. <laughs> it's a celebration here. Okay, we're going to celebrate with a little champagne. And go through all these awards. I mean, we there's an award for everything. Best fan of the year, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know. It's just celebration, but I'm, I'm all for it. it it's that, that's cool, you know. I, I think there's there's one trophy, there's one award to me that stands above the rest. NBA champion.
0: Yeah, that's that's my thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's the one where the, where the champagne comes out. But let's get the champagne early, Mo. Play along, you know we're going to play with everybody, you know, nice and uh, okay. That's great. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, happy happy for them. But I, I just feel like they're setting people up to get clowned. You know, like imagine last season the Phoenix Suns were given a trophy, and then whatever happens to them at the playoffs happens to them. It's going to be it's going to be quite the day on the Twitter timeline. But speaking of Twitter, I saw a tweet today, and it said it was 12 years since the iconic picture of LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. You know the picture I'm talking okay. about, where Dwayne Wade is running off celebrating and LeBron's throwing a dunk down behind him, and he mm-hmm. got me thinking, BJ. In your opinion, what is the most iconic picture in NBA history? So not play, not video, but um, which photo? If they had all the NBA photos in a museum and it was burning down, and you could only save one,
1: y- y- you which know, would you save? there's a couple of photos who really stand out to me because I I I I love competition. I have one of the photos that I really admire in my office is Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain. That to me is just, it. I don't know. Every time I look at that photo, it just means something to me. You know, you just, you know, it's just like two giants, literally like battling that to me is what the NBA is all about. Like you get a chance to play the best versus the best, right? Arguably you could say Will Chamberlain is the most dominant offensive player of all time. Mm-hmm. And then you can certainly make the argument that Bill Russell is the most dominant defensive player of all time. Mm-hmm. And there it just capture it just captures my imagination. There's another picture of Bill Russell like grabbing a rebound, and it's like legs are like, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever seen the photo, right? It's like one where yeah, his he, he's like, I don't know, he's just it's, it's another one that that really gets me that that photo always gets me as well um in my generation and I was very fortunate to have been in part of the game there was a photo of Michael guarding magic mm-hmm. okay that's an, another photo that's that just like you know it just I remember that matchup um one of my favorite photos like my personal favorite photos after being in the nba for a couple years was there's a photo right of julius irving and larry burr getting in a fight and they both have they they're both grabbing each other like (laughs) like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that photo like the intensity of that photo to me is just like it says a lot you know there's like it just it just says a lot um so that, that, that's the latest photo for me. That, that Those photos kind of like just jump out to me. My favorite photo of all time is is the Bill Russell one. That's the one yeah. that I have in, in well, my own. Bill my Russo favorite, and my Bill, favorite
0: Bill Russell one is the one of him. It was taken a long time after he retired, but it's of him and he's kind of got his, he's resting his head on his hands and he's wearing 11 championship rings. And he's just like, oh, yeah, you can yeah, barely yeah, see his hands. Good. He's just covered in rings. I think Wilt Chamberlain, the picture of him holding the piece of paper that says one hundred is, of course, right. one of the most iconic pictures. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan has so many. You've got the shot. You've got the picture of him crying with the NBA trophy uh, after winning that first championship. You've got the picture of him and Scottie with the flu game. I think uh, underrated one is Reggie Miller, you know, doing the choke signal to Spike Lee. But my personal favorite, BJ, can you guess what my personal favorite is? I have no idea. Is Allen Iverson stepping over Tyron Luke? I think that's the <laughs> coolest picture. I just think there's so... Oh, my goodness. It's just uh, the coolest picture okay. in the world. he right, right. just got the Lakers bench in the background just looking, like, disappointed, looking at Tyron on the floor. Tyron Lewis kind of trying to sit up, trying to figure out what just happened, and Alan is just looking down at him while he steps over him, just like, <laughs> how dare you try and guard me? How dare you try and guard me? That's pretty funny to me. I mean... There's loads of other cool ones. There's, you know, Derrick Rose with his MVP trophy, youngest MVP. You've got, uh, obviously, LeBron doing his chalk toss in there. And you, speaking of Derrick Rose, there are lots of rumors today about the Dallas Mavericks having an interest in Derrick Rose as he's no longer in the rotation for the New York Knicks. And it's interesting for the Knicks now because that's now Fournier and Derrick Rose right. who are both out of the rotation in new york and And cam
1: reddish i mean yeah and cam reddish i mean he's out of the rotation as well well listen you know mo i i i think that's probably when you're around the league you know for as long as i've been you know i just look at these things and i go okay what's going on and and this is probably the former player in me talking right now, so excuse me if I just sound like because yeah, because I've been around like I've been around long enough, right? Okay, so we're
0: looking at it like Fournier and Rose. That's like thirty-two million in salary just out of your rotation.
1: Yeah. Here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, when you look at when you are winning, I understand totally how players get left out of the rotation. Mm -hmm. When you're winning, okay. Yeah. I may feel, Mo and I are on the same team. I may feel I'm a better player than Mo and vice versa. Mo is in the rotation and they're winning. What can I say? Nothing. Okay. If we're losing and Mo is still playing over me and I never get a chance, now I'm like, what's going on, coach? Mm Mm-hmm. Is that is does, is that common sense, Mo, or is that just yep. me now? Because, you know, we say old school, new school, Mo. If we are winning and Mo's in the rotation and I'm not, there's nothing I can say. Nothing. Now that we're losing and you're playing ahead of me, it would seem like common sense. We would try to do something different because we're trying to get on the winning track, right? Mm-hmm. So when I see what I'm seeing with the Knicks presently as what I'm seeing, I'm not there in practice. Okay. I don't know. What's what's the Knicks record right now? I don't know. What is the Knicks record right now?
0: The New York like, Knicks are currently sitting yeah. at 11 and 13, and that's good for 11th place in the Eastern.
1: Conference. Okay. So what rotation are we talking about? Like uh-huh. that doesn't even – like uh-huh. is that just the media talking? <laughs> like, okay, mm-hmm. you're 11 and 13. You're out of the playoffs right now. How can you have your rotation set? Like you're trying to figure out, or at least, at least in my way, I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it is a different way of thinking about the NBA. I've been around too long to know. You can't have a rotation at 11 and 13, <laughs> okay? Yeah. So I'm just going to assume this is the media talking. I'm going to assume that right now. The media or the local fan base expects more from this team. And right now, everyone is feeling the pressure there in New York City. That's what I'm going to assume. And then let it be and let it play itself out. Because if they go on a five-game winning streak, I'm not going to say anything. If they go on a five-game losing streak, now someone's got to answer, how come those guys aren't playing? Either way, we're going to find out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what's yeah, what's going on here? Yeah, I mean, so, how often,
0: though, do you see like 32 million out of not getting minutes on the court? Well, like,
1: I, I, and it, 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 it's me, a it's Tom Thibodeau who's
0: famous for wanting to play veteran players rather than younger players, so this is very out of character for him. Well, I it, it, listen, listen
1: right now, I'm gonna just look at the team and, and, and assume, assume the following when they acquire. Jalen Brunson in free agency. They didn't acquire him to talk about developing players. They acquired him in free agency to do what? To get to win. So now it is clear to me what's going on. And now let's figure it out. Coach Coach Tom Thibodeau, you can't argue anything with saying, you know, he's been around in this league. I'm not gonna question why he's there every single day. However, now he's made his, he's made his decision on who he feels is gonna help him win the game, right? That's Mm -hmm. a fair assessment. Because you're 11 and 13. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're 13 and three, you're 11 and 13. So let's just see how it plays itself out. I mean, there's nothing really to say. I mean, I've I've been in in rotations, I've been out of rotations. I'm okay with it. However, it seems a little odd that the report is you're out of the rotation. How can you be? Like, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're not like, you know, right now, like I could see the Lakers right now saying, hey, we got a nice flow going right now.
0: Yeah. Well, They're
1: eight and two. Okay. They got a nice rotation. Well, going actually, right now.
0: actually, really bad news for the Lakers. You know, just as I mentioned, Anthony Davis not having a great start to the game. The reason for that is he's now left the game with flu like symptoms. So, okay. Feel kind of bad, and you can see the impact it's having. Um, Donovan Mitchell has just been on a tear ever since Andy Davis checked out the game. Which you can see how important he is that Lakers defense. But fingers crossed, AD can get back healthy again. But no, yeah. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. It
1: doesn't. It, you know what I mean? Like it's that. Like it's not nothing to talk about. Like when you see this, when when your when your team is not even 500, it's impossible to have a set rotation. That doesn't even make sense to me. Coach Thibodeau can't tell me or anyone that's been around this league that he has a set rotation with 11 and 13 team. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be like, what? what are you talking What's the joke? What's the punchline? Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to assume this is the media. These are rumors. And whatever the situation may be, maybe he wants to take a look. Maybe he's seen something. I'm not looking at their team and watching tape, and I'm not at practice. But what I do know is after that Dallas game, they're they're allowing a lot of points, and they seem to have a a a, a fairly de- good defensive game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think that's the last team they played. They had they got a nice win there at home. So hey, maybe he knows. I, I, and listen, to them. you got to roll with it. But you can't tell me, or no one can convince me, that their rotation is set. Mm. <laughs> now that one, now that one is you know that's that's a little over the top. You know, for
0: me, and I think anyone who follows the NBA, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a tricky one, especially after giving out such a big contract to Brunson. You really don't want to be in eleventh place, kind of looking in at the
1: right, I, in at the player. Like
0: something's got right. to change there. But I do think Derrick Rose in uh, Dallas would be a nice fit, kind of taking some of those ball handling responsibilities off Luka Doncic, as we talk about all the time here on this show.
1: Yeah, I think in theory that's that's great. I think right now, listen, at some point Luca is going to figure it out. Yeah, all the great players do, and and I'm that's all I'm going to say about it, and I'm going to let it be. And mm-hmm. Hopefully, one way or another. We'll hear
0: something concerning Derrick Rose. <laughs> 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 how, about that? How, no, how about that? We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that for the listeners. I got one more piece of news that's going to make you happy to hear, BJ. This is a fun piece of news. Because we know you're a big Expansion. fan. Of... <laughs> oh, no, no, not quite. Not quite. Not okay. quite. We know you're a big fan of Sacramento. Yes. The beam that they light after every time they win. Oh, gosh. It's the... now listed on Google Maps. Oh, stop. Not as a tourist attraction, but as a place of worship. Ah! <laughs> it has 161 you know five-star reviews.
1: I, I love you it. Know, uh, good for Sacramento. You know what? Uh, I'm sending all my love to Sac because, you know what? They need all the – this is great for them. When they started chanting, you know, like the beam, in, when they beat the Clippers here, that mm-hmm. was great. I, I loved it. I actually I like the you know what's funny here. So here you have you know the NBA package. I don't know if you see that there in, in in Europe, Mo, but after the games, you know, the the you know they just go right to the next game or they just cut the channel off as soon as the game ends. In Sacramento, they leave it on, especially if they win, so everyone can, can watch the beam. And it is really <laughs> no boys hey, you know what, Mo. I'm a fan of that. I, I just want second. I think it's so cool. I don't know why. I just think it's one of those things because the fans stay now
0: in mm-hmm. the building. It's great for like right. local businesses in the area. Uh, like it is, it's great. It, it's great.
1: Like one time, Mo, they had um one of their games recently. They had like 50 cents. Yeah, 50 Cent game. lit the beam.
0: Yeah, They've got 50 a giant the giant button and someone presses it yeah. and then a big purple uh, uh, light shines into the sky. Uh, you know
1: what? I love it. 50 Cent came and well, it was great. And, do and you, know do you think
0: we're going to see other teams copying this?
1: Well, I, I think We live, live in a, a copycat it'd be league. Co- It'll be, be corny if you do do, do it. Well, it wouldn't because a B, Zach did it.
0: Up, yeah, they would have to come up with something else. Wouldn't it be cool if they went in the playoffs though? Oh, man would oh, that be cool? Man. I
1: mean, I, uh, well, I just think it's cool. Well, I really like it. I don't know why I like it. I just think it's one of those things that, you know what, like, it's, like, cool. It's, like, kind of like Batman, you know? It's like, yeah. it's, like, one of those things. That's, that's like, what I was it's thinking. Really cool.
0: It's, like, the bat signal is out. I wonder yeah, how high scene. up it goes. Like, does it have planes? Can you see it from space? Like, what's I don't
1: the... know. I think it's really cool, though. I think it's really cool. And you know what? I'm all for it. I'm all for I'm all for sex. I've for said, you know, I, I, I have, I, 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 I love stories like this. I love stories like this because you see, you see the potential in all of these teams. And I just like it when, when people start fulfilling their potential, like, you know, you're like, Oh gosh, why do you, know, like Sabonis I remember when he got traded and it was like Sabonis and no one knew. And I, and I, I was like, I, I like him, you know, Darren Fox. I like Darren Fox. Mm-hmm. And now to see De'Aaron Fox playing like this and see Sabonis playing like this, Malik Monk, you know, now you, he's like a wild card player coming off the bench. You know, this guy, you know, red velvet herder, you know, I, you know, they just, it, it just works. You know, you, 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 seeing the coaching staff, you know, it just, it just, I, these, these are good stories, man, because it stinks when you lose Mo, it really does. It just stinks. And there's no way around it. And when you see, coaches and players and teams and organizations come together i mean this this whole bean thing you know what mo i i i, I you and i should go to a game up there just 100%. so i can see the beat yeah
0: i mean it's awesome 100 we need to they've got a new arena as well it's like a state-of-the-art arena
1: yeah it's 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 real i've been to the arena it's really nice and I, I'm all for it. You know what? I'm a I'm a Kings guy. You know I, I love you know I love me some underdog, right? So mm-hmm. you know I, I'm for the Kings.
0: Kings Man. in the playoffs, easily, e- easily as long as there's no um, no injuries. Fingers crossed. Right. All right. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how the season goes. I, um, I do want to
1: give a shout out. I do want to give a shout out to the Indiana Pacers last night for that tremendous win on the road. I might add.
0: Yeah, this State kid, Nemhard, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This he, is what he, I get for not listening to the commentary. I pronounce names wrong.
1: Namehard, yeah, yeah, Nemhard. He, uh, he hit the yeah, game winner over
0: yeah, LeBron, yeah. and then he puts up that insane performance against Stephen Curry and the Golden State yeah, Warriors.
1: Yeah. No, he, he can play. Mo, he can play. Mo, he can play.
0: I, I saw that kid live.
1: Was it last year? He's a rookie, right? I think he's a rookie. I saw him yeah, live. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw him live last year here in California. I went to go see Chet Holmgren because he went to Gonzaga. And mm-hmm. when I walked away, my son and I, we both went because we wanted to see Chet live, just like I wanted to see Victor. Like some of these players you want to see live before they get to the NBA, right? Lay your eyes on them. And we both walked away saying, who is he? Mm-hmm. And he's a, he. he transferred from the University of Florida, I think. I think that's what he did. But he's a really good player, Mo. I mean, he's a really, really
0: good player. Like, I think the kid may be a, like a starter-type guard in the NBA. And it's just like we were talking about the other day, Canadian talent coming through. This is just another young player.
1: Yeah, he, he's he's a, he's a really good player. And you know what I like about him, Mo? And you would love this because that's part of your game, your DNA. He's physical. Mm-hmm. Mo, he throws his body around a little bit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's mm-hmm. a, like a physical guard. Um, he's like a little... Mini version of Kyle Lowry, you know what I mean. Kyle yeah, Lowry now yeah. he's getting up there at age, but a little bit he's a physical he's guard, six three, yeah, so he's yeah. got a little
0: bit more height on him. So
1: yeah, but he's a physical, strong player, and 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 I'm gonna tell you what, you know, everyone's gonna say that he had a career game, Mo. Oh, I think this guy has more in in the bag. Mm-hmm. I I and you know what I love about him, Mo. You know what I love about him. Okay, they're gonna talk about his offensive. You know what he what he did. What he put you know the, his offensive output in that game. But you know who he guarded the entire night, Mo. Mm-hmm.
0: The main he man Steph
1: Curry. The main man, Mo. He he guarded Steph Curry. Now, you know me. I love it when you take your matchup. Steph Curry is supposed to give you forty, and after the game, you are supposed to say, "What did you learn from that 40? Mm-hmm. And next time you play Steph, you are supposed to try to get it under thirty five. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. but you okay? This young man. Had a career night on the offensive end. But the most impressive thing Mo, was he he played one-on-one versus Steph Curry,
0: and which is most, simply the, impossible. The most impressive thing is there was no Tyrese Halliburton and no Miles Turner. That's what I'm saying. Mo but they what, came in Mo, underhanded.
1: I don't think this is – everyone keeps saying, oh, career game. You know, it's like a one-off. No, Mo, I think this kid can really play. Well, I think they've got a nice little
0: play. guard rotation there, you know. No, they've no, got Halliburton, they've got Mathurin, mm. Now they've got Nem- I wonder how mm. pronounce this Nembard, Neemhard I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah they got a nice yeah, little no, rotation I mean, going Mo, down a, there. They and I'm gonna tell you what,
1: and 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 and, and that coach over there, uh, Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle, Rick Carlisle has these young guys playing extremely, extremely hard. And playing with extreme confidence. Okay. I got to give them, you know, when you see young players playing with this level of confidence, Mo, this isn't when you start seeing young guards, because that's the hardest position to play Mo mm-hmm. playing with this level of confidence. Now you're talking, now you're talking when you're going, okay, this is this guy's first go around. This is this guy's first go around on the West coast. You know, you and so I. I'm going to keep an eye on this kid. I'm going to keep an eye on the Indiana Pacers right now because you know what, Mo? I have to say, you know, it's nothing like being right. You know, but you know, our egos love to be right. But let me tell you something, Mo. I was wrong here. The Indiana Pacers now. I'm going to stop with. This is a team that's retooling. They're
0: they got okay. a nice team,
1: Mo. They got a nice team. Okay. <laughs> they got they got nice. Well, these these young guys can play now. Okay, now I know you don't want to put expectations on young players. Any given night, though, they can win.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that stat line he put up against the Warriors, you know, 31 I'm points, saying. eight rebounds, five or seven from downtown, 13 assists. The only rookies ever with more than 30 points, eight rebounds, 10 assists in a game with five three-pointers, Jason Kidd, Steph Curry, and Trey Young. Now that's okay, some company.
1: That's what I'm saying, well, uh, Mo. Well, I, I got this team and you had two starters out yep okay mo that's what i'm saying like halliburton and this kid what's his name oh no
0: yeah yeah.
1: now now you i'm looking at that team going that's 48 minutes of guard play that can play downhill yep that's those are two starter level guards that that big kid
0: smith Jared Smith from and, the Phoenix Suns.
1: And, yep. And, 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 and okay. He can stretch the Miles foot Turner, nicely. Yep. Oh Mo, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Mo, I, I like this scene. And yep. they're just young enough to like not know what they're doing. And you're going, they got energy, they're well coached, strong athletic bodies. And you're going, hmm. Mo, you're going, yeah, I may, I may, I may not want it. See this group early. The kid, you know O'Shea I mean? Brissett,
0: can play a little bit as well. I mean, he's a little saying. bit oh, more depth I, on I, the wings, but know, I like them. I like this team. I like them. I do. I do indeed. Anyway, that's why you guys come to the show. I don't know any other NBA show I was talking about in the Indiana Pacers today. Shout out to you, well, BJ. I'm, I'm
1: telling you what. Well, uh, well deserved shout I'm out. I'm telling you what. Else yeah, I, I, I got to get the pick. I was wrong on the Pacers, so, and I'm okay with that because you know what, that Mathurin kid, Mo.
0: Serious, he, yeah. Serious. Mo, he,
1: Mo I, 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 Mo, you can argue now. You can argue, Mo. He, he could very well be the best player in that draft.
0: Mo, that's that's, that's, a, that's a spicy hot take, BJ. We're gonna have to no, no, no Mo, have to come Mo, back Mo, tomorrow because we're gonna take no, Mo. Take. We
1: got, we got, we got, we got. You got to give it four or five years. Mm-hmm. You can argue right now, Mo. In four or five years, he could be the best player in the draft. He could be. He could he be. Bo, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, Bo, this isn't like, you know, Apollo is, listen, Apollo looks terrific. You got Jaden Ivy, look like he's going to be terrific. You got some players here that you look got like Chet Holmgren who hasn't played yet. Really he could
0: good. come in and make an impression as well.
1: Yeah, Chet Holmgren. But you could argue right now, this kid, Mathurin, Mo, this kid's getting 20 points a game off the bench. hmm. Bo, like, he's doing this off the bench. Not, it's not like a one or two things. Like he had twenty last week. No, he's consistently now coming in doing his thing.
0: Yep, rookie of the year and, and sixth man of the year. No, could if, be on the cards. And
1: if and if he, I'm gonna tell you, I'm tell you. I'm just gonna say this right now. He looks like he's a worker.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, he's. We spoke about it before. The confidence that he plays with. Hey. I'm just saying, Mo. I'm just saying when you when it's all said and done, I always
1: tell I always tell the guys I work with, I don't care who's the best player in the draft, but I am going to find out who's the best player after the draft. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mo, Mo, there's a lot of hot, there's a lot of hype. Oh, he's the best player in the draft. Okay, Mo Giannis showed us. He wasn't the best player in the draft. Nope. There's a reason he went, what, 14 to 15? But, Mo, are there any questions? Who's the best player after the draft? Nope. Because that's the only thing that means something. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that means, Mo. That's the money time. Mm-hmm. So, this kid, Mathurin, if he has, hopefully I'm pronouncing his name correctly, if he has the work ethic to go with this talent that I'm seeing, Mo. We're all going to look back on the draft and go, okay, this kid should have went, you know, two or one or three or whatever. But what a nice player he looks early in the season.
0: You know what we need to do, BJ? We need to start watching games with the commentary turned on because all of this name pronunciation being wrong. Well, having said that, half the time commentators pronounce names wrong as well. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, it, it took me, it only took me about five years to get Giannis' name right, right? Yeah, it, 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 I remember know, the it, first time it, it, I spoke to yeah, you,
0: you, yeah. Was, you were saying some crazy yeah. pronunciations of Giannis' name. I was yeah, like, Giannis,
1: Anta, and and Yokovic. No, Yokovic is I, I not you.
0: a no, Yokovic <laughs> is, Jokic. There, there is a, a tennis player, like, yeah. yeah
1: mb that i i can't you know what i mean yeah. johnson you know
0: what i mean like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well anyway you guys we we'll gonna be back tomorrow with more so um just like they did for the sacramento kings laser beam in the sky leave us a five-star review as well on the apple podcast app see as they got so many five-star reviews on google maps for their place of worship over there in sacramento uh we'll be back tomorrow with more nba talk appreciate you rocking with us and most importantly get buckets